Welcome to the James River Church Podcast. You're about to hear another inspirational message from Pastor David Lindell, Executive Ministry Pastor at James River Church. It's our prayer that this message is an encouragement and blessing to your life. I wanna talk to you from the subject when the plan doesn't go as planned. Have you ever been there? Like you had a plan and it didn't work. And I was thinking about this a little bit, but it reminded me several years ago, we took a family trip and it was just a little weekend getaway. We had secured a cabin, but it was an area where there is zero cell phone reception or very limited cell phone reception. And so as we proceeded on our journey, it was getting dark. It was maybe nine o'clock at night. The van was full of the kids. My mother-in-law was with us. We were having a great time until we got to a part of our journey where we realized the road was completely blocked off. It was under construction, but we were so deep into our journey, we hadn't had reception for a a little bit. And there was a detour sign. So I thought, well, okay, we we turned and took the detour. And then you start calculating in your mind, okay, we've been going five minutes and it doesn't feel like we're going the right direction. And then you take another turn that says it's part of the detour and another turn. And now it's 15 minutes, 20 minutes, 25 minutes. We were only about 30 minutes out. And so you're getting to that 30 minute spot and still no sign that we're going in the right direction. And now the conversation, I I would say, a little doubt in my navigational prowess is set in in the conversation within the vehicle. And there are questions about, man, is this the right way? It doesn't feel like we're going the right way. And all of a sudden, I think it was Hinley, maybe four years old at the time, from the back of the van said, maybe we should pray. How many of you know the four-year-old sometimes has the nugget of gold wisdom that everybody needs to hear, that prayer should be your first response, not your last resort? Well, we stopped and we, we said, Henley, you're right, we need to pray. And so we all quieted down in the car and we prayed, God, we don't know where we are at. We're a little bit lost. We don't even know what turns we've taken now. We're running out of gas. Where do we go? We finished praying. We drove up, I kid you not, Two minutes later, we landed at the next intersection and the road was the road that we were supposed to connect with off the original turn. And so God totally provided a way where there seemed to be no way. And even though the plan didn't go as planned, God got us to our final destination, our right destination. You know what, sometimes that's the way it looks like in life. It doesn't go according to plan. What do you do when, when the plan doesn't go according to plan? The psalmist in Psalm chapter 37 and verse five has some real wisdom for us when he says this, commit your way to the Lord, trust also in him, and he shall bring it to pass. There's a lot of comfort in that verse. You commit your way to the Lord, you trust him and he's gonna bring it to pass. But I think the fact of the matter is the comfort in that verse is not maybe the comfort that we think is in the verse. We can think if I pray, if I trust God, if I look to him, it's all going to be smooth sailing and he's going to bring it to pass. But what happens when it's not smooth sailing? What happens when there's a big detour? What happens when a door gets slammed in your face, when the situation goes in a totally different direction or things just come to a screeching halt? when the business deal falls through, when the relationship goes sour, like what, what, do, you, what do you do? What have you thought? Eh, this is definitely God's will. This is definitely God's direction. And then it starts to take a turn that you didn't expect. If we are careful, what can happen is in that moment, our, our desire can be to take over. 
We can be tempted to try to take control of the situation and try to navigate it on our own. Try to say, okay, well, I knew this was God, so it's, I've got to push through. Like, I've got, to, I've got to make it happen. The reality is, in those moments, at times, what we can find out is that through the roadblock, God is speaking. Through the detour, God is leading. And our responsibility is to commit ourselves to him, to trust him, and then to watch him bring it to pass. But what does it look like to commit your way to the Lord? Maybe you're in a moment where you have hit a stop sign in what you thought was God's plan and you thought what, the path that God was leading you on. You have hit a bump in the road, maybe a major speed bump, and you're wondering, okay, what do I do now? When you go to Acts chapter 16, we've come on a story where Paul and Timothy, they're doing missions work. They're advancing the gospel. They're bringing it to people who have never heard it before. And then all of a sudden, something really strange happens. So look at this in Acts chapter 16, starting in verse 6. They went through the region of Phrygia and Galatia, having been forbidden by the Holy Spirit to speak the word in Asia. I mean, get that. They were trying to advance the gospel. They were trying to do the right thing. They were trying to do what God had called them to do, advance the mission that God had called them on. And the Holy Spirit said, no, he forbid them to enter Asia, not the continent, this region. And when they had come to Mysia, they attempted to go into Bithynia, but the spirit of Jesus did not allow them. So they are, they're stuck. They're at a total stop sign put up by the Holy Spirit. These are missionaries seeking to take Jesus to people who have never heard about Jesus, never heard the good news. And the Holy Spirit stops them. Have you ever had the Holy Spirit stop you? Maybe you were about to sign the papers and all of a sudden the deal didn't go through. Maybe you're about to take a job and out of a turn of events, all of a sudden it just didn't happen. I remember when Becky and I lived in Dallas, we were praying about buying a condo. And in the city, we were living in an apartment in the city. I was going to seminary and we were so excited. We thought, man, this would be a great investment to buy a condo. It was 2007. So you know the future, but we didn't. And so the end of 2007, we're looking at properties. We're looking in, in even into the beginning of 08, we're looking at all these properties to buy. And there's this condo we looked at and we thought it was great. We thought, man, this is the condo we want to live in. We wrote up an offer. We submitted that offer and guess what happened? Even though the condominium complex was only half full at that time, they had just started putting these on the market. When we got the response back from the owner, they offered us an opportunity to buy it for 10,000 more than we'd already offered and we'd offered full price. $10,000 more, I'd never heard of that. Like they raised their own price. That was crazy, but guess what it was? It was a roadblock. The Holy Spirit was saying, don't do it, stop, this isn't for you. Some of you have been in that situation. You were in a relationship. It was headed, it seemed like in the right direction, in God's direction, and then all of a sudden it fell apart. And you, in retrospect, knew the Holy Spirit had stopped you. 
Sometimes the Holy Spirit puts up a roadblock. And here's what you have to remember. Just because God started you on the journey in a particular direction doesn't mean that's his final destination. Doesn't mean that's where he's ultimately taking you. Because here's the thing, life walking in God's will, walking in God's plan, there are a lot of turns and twists that you didn't expect, but that God is charting out for his purpose to bring us in the direction of his ultimate plan. You may feel like all of 2020 was a giant detour. You may be starting out 2021 feeling like, I, I, I feel like I've hit roadblock after roadblock after roadblock. But could it be that just like Paul and Timothy, God is stopping you to reroute you toward his intended purpose for you? And here's the thing. It's good for us to remember. God knows what you don't know. God sees the end from the beginning. God stands outside of time. He is directing you and leading you. His ways are higher than your ways. His thoughts are not your thoughts. And in the middle of him putting a stop or putting a roadblock in front of you, you can get disappointed or we can find ourselves prone to get discouraged. But what you have to remember is God's got it. And if you'll commit your way to the Lord and you'll trust him, he'll bring it to pass. He'll bring you to the place he has called you to go. He'll bring you to the place that he's leading you toward. You don't have to make it happen because as you trust him, he'll bring it about in his timing. Many of you are living this right now because you're in a place that you never imagined you would be and God has brought it about. You're in the job that you never thought you'd get. Your marriage is better than you thought it could ever be. You've got a family and it's going amazing. And all of it's the result of God leading you, you committing your way to him, you trusting him and him taking you on a journey that you couldn't have charted yourself, but he was better to you than you could ever be to yourself. You're watching the fruit of committing your way to him, trusting him, and then him bringing it to pass. But the truth is, sometimes the Holy Spirit stops us. How does he stop us? What are the ways that at times the Holy Spirit throws up a roadblock to reroute us? Well, sometimes he does it through God's word. Sometimes, though you may have read it a thousand times, a verse jumps out from the page like you've never read it before. You see it with new eyes. You see it in a way and you know it, God's applying it by his spirit directly to your life. He's speaking directly to you about your situation through his word in that moment. Sometimes God speaks to us through his word. Sometimes God speaks directly to us. You sense he's speaking to you in your heart. You sense he's, he's directing you. You sense he's telling you to stop, not to move forward. It's the gentle whisper of the Holy Spirit. You see that in Acts chapter eight with a guy named Philip. God stops him in his tracks to have a conversation that he wasn't planning on. God spoke to him. Sometimes God also speaks to us through people around us. This is the value of being in a life group because you get into a life group, you're rubbing shoulders with people, you're all pushing one another closer to Jesus and now you're getting wisdom from one another that God is gonna speak through those people in your life group to situations that you're encountering, to the stop sign that you've come up against. That's the value of the men's Bible study that's getting ready to start up on February 23rd. As men get around tables and go deep in God's word, God's going to speak to us through one another. He's going to lead us. He's going to guide us. He's going to direct us. Sometimes the Holy Spirit stops us through conversations we have with people. 
Sometimes he does it by removing our peace. Maybe all of a sudden in a situation, you, you had a peace, you're moving forward, and then all of a sudden you just, you lose your peace about it. My father-in-law used to say that peace is the umpire of God's will, that it's that lack of peace that can call the game in a situation where you know the Spirit of God is pressing the pause button on the deal. He's pressing the pause button on the relationship, and that's the way the Holy Spirit is stopping you and therefore leading you in a situation. And then sometimes God just closes the door. He prevents you from moving forward. Like Paul and Timothy trying to go into Asia. This, the, you know, it just doesn't happen. It just doesn't work out. The Holy Spirit slams the door shut. And you can wonder, what's God doing? Scholars speculate on what that closed door looked like for Paul and Timothy. How did the door close? You know, was it just, it was difficult to get into the region? Was it just that there was, there was you know, some sort of geopolitical turmoil? You know, many scholars speculate that it was an issue in Paul's health. It's interesting to note that as you read through this passage, you read verse 6, verse 7, verse 8, you see that the, the way that the writer refers to this group is they. But when you get to verse 10, it's the word we. You see this in verse 10. Go to Acts chapter 16, verse 10. Immediately we sought to go into Macedonia, concluding that God had called us to preach. In other words, somebody has joined the journey, namely the person who is writing this account, writing the book of Acts, a guy by the name of Luke. He was a physician, a medical doctor. And so scholars speculate that Paul may have been ill or somebody else on the team might have been ill. And Luke comes alongside them to address their physical condition and then joins them on the rest of their missionary journey. Regardless, though, God prevents them. The Holy Spirit prevents them from moving forward in the mission and by preventing them, he's leading them. I don't know that how you've experienced God stopping you from moving forward, but what you can know is this, that just because God has stopped you doesn't mean he has stopped leading you. And what your response and my response has to be in those moments is to go back to the same words that Paul is likely relying on in this moment. The same truth that resonates from Psalm chapter 37, verse five, commit your way to the Lord, trust also in him and he will bring it about. How does Paul, when this stop sign goes up in front of Asia, how does Paul, when he can't go into Bithynia, not get discouraged, not go, God, where are you? God, I don't know what you're doing. He commits his way to God, he trusts God, and he's got a confidence that God is going to bring it to pass. It could be that the pandemic put a stop sign in front of some things that you were planning on doing this past year. It could be that other things prevented you from moving forward in some plans that you have. Here's the thing, you can know this, that God is able to use something like a global pandemic to personally work and personally direct you in your life. And just because you are moving forward in something you thought God had for you, and all of a sudden it came to a screeching halt, it doesn't mean that God is done. God is still at work. God is still working in your situation. And what you need to do is patiently anticipate that God is going to reroute you according to his goodwill and his perfect purpose in your life. Look at what happened in the life of the Apostle Paul. Verse seven says, and when they had come up to Mysia, they attempted to go into Bithynia, but the spirit of Jesus did not allow them. So they passed by Mysia and they went down to Troas, 
And a vision appeared to Paul in the night. A man of Macedonia was standing there urging him saying, come over to Macedonia and help us. And when Paul had seen the vision, immediately we sought to go into Macedonia, concluding that God had called us to preach the gospel to them. You may have hit a roadblock. You may have hit a setback, but can I tell you this? It is a setup for God's next move forward in your life. God tonight has you in this prayer meeting, in the presence of God, because I believe he wants to speak to you. It could be that he wants to encourage you that he's not done. It could be that he wants to call you to move forward in a different direction. It could be that he's actually stopping you through this permitting. He's stopping you in the direction you're going to move you on a different course toward his intended purpose for your life. Whatever it is, you can know that God is at work. And as you commit your way to him, as you trust him, as you look to him, He's going to bring it to pass. He's going to honor that. Those things that he's put in your heart, he's going to honor them. He's going to honor his word. He's going to fulfill the promise that he made to you. He's going to do it. He's going to lead you. He's going to guide you. He's going to go before you. So right now, wherever you're watching this from, across the United States and around the world, If you're facing a situation and you're saying, wow, I really need God's direction tonight. I need him to go before me. I need him to help me because I don't know what to do. I've hit a roadblock and I don't know how to move forward. Or I I, I hit a roadblock a while back and I'm wondering in this season, how do I progress? What is God wanting to do? What is God speaking? I wanna hear his voice. Then here's what I wanna do. Right now, I wanna pray for you. Wherever you're watching from, whatever you're going through, I'd ask you to do this just as an act of faith. Would you lift your hands toward heaven? Let's believe that God's gonna hear you tonight and that God's gonna speak to you tonight. That for those who need direction, God has a word as we're in his presence. And I'm I'm just gonna ask that God would speak so clearly to your heart and guide you in each and every situation that you're facing. Father, we thank you. God, we thank you for the truth of your word that we've heard tonight. God, we thank you that you know exactly what we need and you're able to meet us right at the point of our need. God, I thank you that in this moment, there are some people who are listening to this and they're right where Paul was at the border of Asia. They're right where Paul was when he was at the border of Bithynia. Lord, the, the Holy Spirit's not letting them move forward in this moment because he's rerouting them. He's rerouting them for 2021. He's repositioning them. He's he's altering the course of their path to get them where you have called them to go. A place where we couldn't chart. We couldn't chart a map to it on our own. We couldn't chart a way to get to that destination, but you're leading them in the situations that they're walking through right now. There are some and they're up against it. They're, They're facing a deadline on a decision and they don't know what to do. Lord God, they don't know how to move forward. They don't know how to proceed. God, would you speak to them tonight? Would you encourage their heart that you see them, that you know them, that you haven't forgotten? And not only that, but you're not gonna be late. You're gonna be right on time with exactly the answer that they need. God, I pray that in all of our hearts that you would cause us, you would move us to commit our way to you. Lord, all these different stories, all these different paths, ultimately led by 
Almighty God. Lord, we recommit our way to you. Help us to trust you, to lean not on our own understanding, but in all our ways to acknowledge you and believe you to make our path straight, believe you to bring it about. God, we thank you for it. We pray all of these things through Christ and by the power of the Spirit. And everybody said, amen. Come on, put some praise hands in the chat. If you believe God is gonna work, if you believe God is going to speak to you, it's so exciting. There's such confidence having prayed, knowing that God is going to go before us.